Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray that you know in these final days leading up to Christmas, that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Advent means Jesus is coming and we have the chance to renew our commitment to Jesus in our lives or maybe to encounter Jesus for the very first time. I'm going to stay in these last three days in the book of Luke, in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 1 because I think there's some great things that can help us in our prayer and in our preparation uh, for Christmas. Uh, we are all familiar with the story of the angel Gabriel appearing to Mary and saying, you're going to be the mother of the Lord. But what we're not as familiar with is that just before that, in Luke chapter 1, the angel Gabriel also appears to the priest Zechariah and says to Zechariah that he and his wife Elizabeth will become the parents of John the Baptist. Now, Zechariah is a priest and the priests were organized into various groups and those groups would draw lots, individuals would draw lots. And it is said by academics that maybe once in a priest's lifetime, he would be chosen to go into the temple and to offer the incense offering. It was a big deal. And Zechariah, he's been chosen, he's drawn the lot. And it was in here in the temple that the angel Gabriel appears to him. Let's have a look at Luke chapter 1, verse 5. In the days of King Herod of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly order of Abijah. His wife was a descendant of Aaron and her name was Elizabeth. Both of them were righteous before God, living blamelessly according to all the commandments and regulations of the Lord. But they had no children because Elizabeth was barren and both were getting on in years. Now, this is a people that is an ancient people. They didn't have medicine and technology like we do today. And so they interpreted barrenness in a particular way. It, uh, they interpreted it as a disgrace or even that God was, was, was angry at you. Uh, and that was the way they interpreted. See, to have children meant that uh, it carried on the family name. To have children meant that the, the people of Israel, that that covenant of God with the people of Israel continued on. To have children meant that they would look after you in your old age. But barrenness is a theme that we see consistently through the Old Testament. We can think of Abraham and Sarah who were barren, Isaac and Rebekah, Jacob and Rachel, uh, Manoah and his wife Elkanah and Hannah, all were said to be barren. And so, and so here is Zechariah and his wife Elizabeth, and they've had no child. And this has been their prayer. Now, it's interesting, when I travelled around doing events in parishes and speaking in different places, one of the most common prayer requests that someone, people will come to me, young, young couples will come, older couples will come, grandparents will come, and they will ask me to pray for them and for their grandchildren or for their children who, need, who are trying to get pregnant and have, and have been struggling. We know through science and medicine today that it's much more common and, uh, than, than it was certainly understood in ancient times. If you're in need of prayer for that, you can write personally to me. If you write to this address, bruce at brucedowns.org, that's my personal email address. It'll come personally to me and I will pray for you for sure. Uh, you can do that. Well, let's go on and continue to read this story. Once when he was serving as priest before God and his section was on duty, 
He, that's Zechariah, was chosen by lot according to the custom of the priesthood to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and offer incense. Now, at the time of the incense offering, the whole assembly of the people was praying outside. Then there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was terrified and fear overwhelmed him. One of the themes we see in the scriptures is when, the, when an angel appeared, this otherworldly being, that they were fearful, that there was fear. And what does the angel Gabriel says? The same as he says to Mary when he appears to Mary. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. What's the prayer? We want a child. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you will name him John. He will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. If we jump down to verse 18, Zechariah said to the angel, how will I know this is so? How will I know this is so? For I'm an old man and my wife is getting on in years. Rather than Zechariah have the kind of attitude that says, I don't understand how this could occur. He almost has this aggressive attitude. How can this be so? I'm, we're getting old. We're getting old. And it's this that I want to focus on just for today. Just for today. And then we'll build on it tomorrow. What is the response of the angel? So, Zechariah is saying, I'm old. And then we see this. The angel replied. Now, Scott, if you will just put this on one screen. The angel replied, I'm Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. Imagine, imagine that. You, you, you know, the, the response back is, I'm, a, I'm Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. Imagine if that was the response you got to a, uh, to a question, to a doubt. And I've been sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. But now, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time, you'll become mute, unable to speak until the day these things occur. The angel Gabriel says, I stand in the presence of God and I've been sent to speak to you. I haven't come of my own authority. I've been sent and I've come to bring you this good news that you will bear a son. And, and, and as soon as I read that, what jumped out of the page at me in, in, in terms of my prayer was how many times in my life have I felt that God has said something to me, directed me, and I've never had an angel appear and I've never heard, I've never heard voices, but that place within yourself where you know who you're meant to be, you know the things that you're meant to do. And how many times have I allowed the kind of woman, uh, sorry, the kind of man that God wants me to be, the person God wants me to be, and let that fall away. And how many times have you as a woman or a man stopped and thought to yourself, and, you know, and, and not done what in your heart you know that you're meant to know? Because God speaks to us in our head, our heart, the circumstances of our life. How many, how many times have you not been that woman, that man God called you to be? And you can almost imagine God saying, you know, you can imagine if the angel Gabriel was there saying, I'm Gabriel, I stand in the presence of God and I was sent to tell you this. I want to say this to you as we prepare in these final few days. 
Are you living and doing what God has asked you to do today? In your attitudes, in your actions, in who you are. Because Jesus is coming and Jesus wants to meet the person that he's called you to be, not the person that you are necessarily. And if you have in some way not done what God has asked you to do, can I say this to you today? Turn to him right now and say, God, forgive me for not being that person you asked me to be in my heart, in my mind, in my emotions. And God, I prepare my heart to receive you this Christmas. Let's just pause there and I'll pick it up again tomorrow. Loving Father, we thank you today that you're with us. Allow us, Lord God, in our lives to experience the fruitfulness of listening to what you tell us and not what the evidence around us is. Forgive us if we are not the men and the women that you have called us to be. And show us the direction we go as we prepare our heart to receive you this Christmas. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.